Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, and I'm delighted you're here. I hope that you will find ways to understand what's going on in a difficult relationship, maybe even a toxic relationship. And that's the purpose of the Save Your Sanity podcast. Tonight, we're going to be talking about something that, you know, it sounds so good, love bombing. It almost sounds desirable. It isn't. It is emotional manipulation, emotional intoxication, and I want to give you some ways to prepare if it happens to you so that you will not be taken in by it because someone wants you to be taken in by it, and that's not the right thing. It will not work. I know you long to be taken in by it. I know you want it to be true. Everybody does but we know it isn't. So I just want to have a big reality check and help you to stay in in a way that you can also give yourself a reality check when it happens. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, I invite you to become a Patreon. That's a way that you can make a donation of a dollar, $2, $5, $10 on a regular basis or a one-time basis. Just go to patreon.com slash save your sanity. And that helps this get to even more countries. We're now in 80 countries. That's very exciting, but it helps to defray the cost of doing the podcast if you become a supporter because you've gotten value from listening. So patreon.com slash save your sanity. So love bombing. Oh, have you experienced it? Everything is going sideways. Everything is going downhill. Everything is falling apart. There are rages and there are tears and there are disappointments and there are fears and all of this is going on. And then somebody says those words, you know, I'm done or I don't want you anymore or I'm leaving or whatever. And all of a sudden that hijackal, that narcissistic person, that psychopathic, sociopathic person, that difficult person, uh, all of a sudden they realize I'm losing something. I'm losing something I want. I'm losing something I need. And so they have this behavior called love bombing. And really, you know, it's, it's sad because love bombing, I've put a few things here. Love bombing is a manipulation of your heart and your mind. When you first met this person, they were likely love-bombing you, right? They were all you ever wanted and more. They could read your mind. They knew who you were. They could anticipate your needs. They brought you beautiful gifts. They took you beautiful places. But they were in a rush. Do you remember that? They were in a rush. 
hijackers are always in a rush because they don't like to do the love bombing because it's not who they really are. It's a facade. It's an act that they have to put on. And in my book, Escaping the Hijackle Trap, I talk about it as the gotcha factor. Love bombing is intended to get you and get you as quickly as possible. So in the beginning, they paint this picture and you see the picture, you believe the picture, you have no reason not to. And so you believe that's who the person is. And then slowly, sometimes more slowly than others, sometimes much more quickly than others. I often mention that I had one bride who was swept off her feet in a very quick hurry and had a big wedding. And the groom dropped her off at the hotel after the reception. And he didn't come back for five days. He showed up right away as who he was. But sometimes you have a semi-pleasant months or years, and then it begins to deteriorate. And you keep hoping that that person that you first met will come back because that's who you fell in love with. That's the real person you think. Well, I'm sorry, but I need to disabuse you of that notion. That isn't the real person. The real person is the one who's causing you grief. It's the one who's trying to manipulate and control you. It's the one who makes promises that aren't kept. That's the real person, the person who rages, the person who puts you down, wears you down, and tears you down. That's the real person, and that's the sad part of it. But you're hooked on that hope, and you really hope your judgments of the other person are wrong. So when they love bomb you, you think, oh, there they are again. No, silly me. I shouldn't have had those negative thoughts. I shouldn't have been so quick to judge. I should, you know, all of that. All of that. And that really catches you in a bad place. And, you know, love bombing is designed to overwhelm you with signs of attention, to overwhelm you with tokens of affection, to overwhelm you with attention and maybe love notes and texts and invitations and gifts, whatever they feel, and only as much as they feel, that it will take to get you back into that initial place where they hooked you on hope that they were the answer to all of your dreams for finding the right partner. I know it's sad. It really is just sad. But <clears throat> that's what it's about. It's a manipulation of your heart and mind. It is a thing that keeps on going. It is always playing in the background of everything that happens. It is all a game of chess. And love bombing is no different when it shows up. You know, you feel like you're falling in love and, and it all of a sudden goes over the top. And if you're wise, you start having an idea, maybe it's a bit too much. What, what's going on here? And that's a very wise idea to have in your head because it is too much and it isn't real. And it's important to understand that. Because why do the hijackers love bomb? Well, they do it because they need to keep the supply of adoration and validation and someone to control. They need that supply. It feeds their ego. It feels their need for power and control and status. And so they need it. So if they think it's going away, 
they do two things. Either they'll make you so wrong and they'll be raging at you, or they'll love bomb you to try and get it back. They want to try the easy way, which is to get angry and hope that you'll come running. And if you don't come running, then they will go into love bomb mode. And that's just sad. Um, They want to be able to show you for that brief period of time that they can be a perfect partner, that they are a perfect partner, and they want you to believe it. And, you know, the big thing is that they want to get you back into that strong supporting role where they're the star in their relationship. So they want to reestablish that. They still want to be the star in the relationship, but they want you as their supporting roles. They want you to be the supporting actors. And when that goes sideways and they don't have that, they want it back. They need it back because their egos are so fragile. And I know it doesn't sound or look like their egos are fragile because they're so demanding. But if you have a covert hijackal, the kind who plays victim all the time and can almost cry on cue, you know that they can go into those modes as well. So when you recognize that somebody is love bombing you in order to get you back into the supporting role so that they can shine, that's a big moment. And it's a big important moment to get because you don't want to be that, do you? You know I talk about all the time, episode 115. The three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship. Equality, mutuality, and reciprocity. There is no one star and one supporting actor in a relationship. There are two stars and two supporting actors, and the roles are interchangeable. And that's equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. But you will not find that in a hijackal relationship. You just won't find it, but you will find it for a hot moment in the love bombing phase. So it's important to understand that. And, you know, it's important to to understand that they see you as an object to satisfy their need for connection and manipulation. Doesn't that sound awful? Do you really want to be somebody's object of connection and manipulation? I'm sure you don't. So you have to be really wary when that love bombing starts, when all of a sudden there's this change, this sudden change, and it's out of character, and it hasn't been what's been going on for a while, and you're so relieved for a moment, like, now there's not going to be any fear, now there's not going to be anxiety, maybe I'm not going to have my, my name called and changed maybe all of these things will subside and I can just enjoy being loved for a moment and that's very appealing never make yourself wrong for wanting that but it's important to see the patterns as I said earlier it's important to recognize the patterns even though you don't want to because if you don't they're going to continue And the cycles are going to continue. The patterns and traits are going to continue. Think back for a moment. If you've been in a relationship with a hijacker, whether it's your partner or even a parent, there are these love bombing times, aren't there, when they think you're out of reach or you're not able to be controlled. And they start reeling you back in. Come closer, little girl or boy. Come closer and I'll be kind. 
Come closer and I will fatten you up for the kill. That's really what's going on. And it's appealing because somebody wants you. Somebody wants to be with you. Somebody sees your best side. Somebody's trying to meet your needs. It's appealing, especially when you're hungry and thirsty for it because you've been living with a hijackal and you haven't you haven't received anything of value for maybe months or even years. And all of a sudden, you are the best thing since sliced bread because they're afraid they're going to lose you. And that's not great. So keep in mind that if love bombing starts and it feels like it did when you first met, keep in mind that you can now say, I know what this is. And much as I like it, much as I appreciate it, much as I'll accept it, I'm not going to fall for it because I know what it is. And remember in the beginning, most hijackals wanted to go too quickly, as I said, and even they wouldn't listen to your request to slow down. They'd say, but I love you. I love you. What's to stop us? Well, what was to stop you is they couldn't keep up that facade as long as they thought they might need to. So they're not going to keep up the love bombing any longer than they need to either. And a little later, I'm going to give you some ways to be immune to this love bombing. But these are important pieces of the puzzle. And what are they doing it for? They're trying to influence you to not leave to give them another chance, to believe they've changed. Oh, you know, I have clients all over the world. And if you want to talk to me, you can go to beaclient.com. Um, that, that's an easy way to get to talk to me if, if you have questions about this. But I hear so often about this, um, give them another chance, just one more chance. And that is just so difficult because if you give them another chance and you give them another chance and don't see the patterns of how giving them another chance does not change anything for the better. It gives you a moment or two of feeling like, oh, I wasn't wrong. This person really has some goodness at their core. Maybe they really do love me. That's what it's designed to give you that feeling. It's designed to make you second-guess all the bad stuff. It's designed to make you forget the bad stuff and focus only on the good stuff. And that's just not okay at any level. It isn't. And they, they want you to not leave. They want you to believe them. They want you to believe they've changed. You know, I have so many clients um, who will, will come as a couple, which is always great. That's good because then I can witness the relationship. And if there's opportunity to change, maybe somebody isn't a hijackal. They just don't have any other skills. We can develop those things. We can work on them. We can find out if, if the couple can work together. But just so important to recognize that many times it is just for a hot minute. It is just time to appease. And you'll learn a little bit more about that. Because after a hijackal rages and then they love bomb, you got to notice the name. Love bomb, it's really a weapon. It is really 
a weapon, just like a bomb. And it's psychological manipulation. It is, it is the same kind of thing. This is awful. But it's the same kind of tactic that traffickers and pimps and gang leaders use. They groom you. They pull you in. They give you things. They take care of you. They pay for things. They make you feel good and wanted. And then they turn you out. And then they start being demanding and they demand to be taken care of and you don't deserve anything. And who do you think you are? And all those kinds of things happen. Is that familiar to you at all? Or a hijackal rages. They absolutely rage. And then all of a sudden their fear of losing you kicks in and it causes them to start love bombing you. And it's really important for you to recognize this. Love bombing is psychological partner abuse. Can you really get that into your mind? Much as it feels good and it sounds good and you've waited so long to hear it and you want it to be true, please start remembering that love bombing is psychological partner abuse. Love bombing is a weapon. And that is not what you want to be dealing with. You do not want to be dealing with weapons. So how do we build immunity? Well, of course, I mean, we all love to be in love. We all love to feel loved. We all want it to be true. You know, I've told you many times on this podcast that I was raised by two hijackals. So, of course, I fell in love with a hijackal. And yes, I divorced the hijackal and I found that I attracted other hijackals. And then I had to figure out what was causing it. And back then I I went to a couple of people and they had no clue. (laughs) They couldn't help. So, you know, I, I got my doctorate in psychology and I thought, I am going to help with this. And that's why I've dedicated my life to doing this because I've been there, done that. I have the nasty video and the ragged t-shirt. I have walked in all those places. So I understand being love bombed. I understand how much you want to believe it. But you have to become immune to it. And in order to build immunity, you have to see the patterns. You have to see the cycle. Like they, they gauge how far they can go, how much they can get away with, how much they can rage or how much they can discount you or devalue you. And then when they kind of calibrate it and they decide, oh, I'm going to lose my supply, then I better come rushing back with the love bombing in as short a period of time as possible. But you need to see those patterns. Those patterns are so key. And the second thing is you need to know if you're hooked on hope. And you know, I talk about that often. You're hooked on hope that the person you fell in love with is the real person. And this nasty person that you're seeing far too often is some sad aberration. And you make excuses and justifications and rationalizations for their bad behavior. No. Hijackals behave badly. You are hooked on hope that the person isn't a hijackal and they're going to be that chameleon who gave you everything that you thought you wanted in the beginning until they got you. And it's a pattern. So see 
the pattern and don't be hooked on hope. And then sit back. I know you want to be drawn in. I know you've waited so long. You're hungry for that. I understand that completely. But you have to recognize the manipulation. If you see the pattern and you notice that you're hooked on hope and you want to lean in and you want to give another chance and you want it to be true, that's just human. But now it's really important to recognize the manipulation. If I was so loved as you tell me I am today, why was I so hated last week and the week before and the week before or discarded or discounted or dismissed? Why was that so? Why wasn't I worthy of it two weeks ago? But now all of a sudden you're afraid of losing me. Now all of a sudden I have some value. Well, it's not the value you want to have to that person. They just have uses for you. They need you to stick around, to adore them and to validate them and to make them feel good and give them someone to have control over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm doing a lot of bubble bursting, but this is the way it is. And it love bombing is seductive. It's intended to be. But the other thing that it is, is exploitative. It's trying to use you and abuse you. So after you recognize the manipulation, then you need to ask for time to change. Now, this is a big thing. You need the time to see the change. So when the love bomber says, we're good, right? And you say, well, it's a nice beginning, but I think I need to see sustained change. And... I'm going to hold off judgment as to whether or not I believe in this relationship until I've really seen sustained change over a few months. Now, the hijackal is not going to like that because they're trying to get this whole love bombing thing in order to get you hooked back in so they could go do what they want as quickly as possible. So when you ask for some time to see change, and particularly if you use the words sustained change, that's a little worrisome to them. Now, here's another thing to remember. An apology is only as good as the behavior not happening again. So when you're looking at those patterns, have you seen, I'm so, heard I'm sorry and seen a sustained change? Probably not. The I'm sorry was part of the love bombing. And then they slowly started doing whatever they wanted to do again. So remember, an apology is only as good as the sustained change that it never happens again. So if you want to build immunity to love bombing, you have to step back and say, I really like the sound of this. I would like this to be true. But I'm, I'm, I'm wary and I'm going to... I'm going to believe you, but I'm going to only behave as though I believe you when this change has been sustained for a few months. That's usually when people agree to come and see me. So that's a good time. If you're thinking of doing that, go to beaclient.com. But if you want to see if the relationship has any ability to change, this is the time to ask for it when they're love bombing you. 
And then it is completely within your rights, and especially if you have children, to be able to say, no, I like the sound of this, but I need to see it in action for a few months. And because we've been down this road before, let's go get some help. Let's go and get someone who specializes you're thinking this. Let's go get someone who specializes in dealing with these behaviors. Not just any old person because they'll help you with their communication or things, but they may not have it as a specialty. So they may not see what to do or know what to do because they don't do it all day like I do. But this asking for time to see sustained change is a big factor. And I know it's not what you really want to do because you've been longing to be loved But allow yourself to be loved and allow yourself to be strong enough to say, I deserve to see sustained change. And then stay pleasantly neutral. You know, don't get in their face and you did this and you did that and you did the other thing and and fight it all out. Just observe, be watching. Okay, you said this, I'm watching for it. I would love that. I'll watch for it. I need that. And here's why I need it. So I really like the sound of this. I'll watch for it. And that just puts the person on notice that this is not going to be a quick hit and run and get the relationship back on track so the hijackal can go and do what he or she wants to do. And this is you beginning to stand your ground. You don't need to take control of the relationship. You can't, but you take control of you. And that's very important so that it allows you then to ask for what you want, which is that time, which is that sustained change, which is respect and trust and honesty and these things, reliability, safety in the relationship. Not having to worry and be anxious about where the person is or whether they're telling the truth. And then you can have a good talk about what kind of agreements can we make and what are the consequences for breaking those agreements. Now, these are boundaries and they have to be non-negotiables. So talk about them very carefully so that both of you understand that here's the point at which it goes sideways and here's the consequence. Because remember, this whole love bombing thing is very emotional. And if you get swept up in the emotions, you will repent at your leisure because slowly it'll all go sideways again. And you don't want a relationship that's constantly going south, right? You don't want that. It's really important to have a relationship you can count on. So have consequences, have time frames, have those things. I know you really want to just luxuriate in the love for a bit, but this is being loving to yourself. Luxuriate in that love. And just a little reminder, I went and looked and In episode two of Save Your Sanity, I did an episode called Love Bombing, not as desirable as it sounds. So if you want some more information, make sure to subscribe to Save Your Sanity so you know each time there's a new episode. But go back and have a look at episode two and learn a little bit about that. So the big thing that we need to see is 
don't fall for love bombing. Attractive as it is, what you've been longing for, what you've been waiting for, wanting, don't fall for it. Don't believe and don't fall into it again. Have it be different the next time. Have some boundaries. Take some time. Recognize it for what it is and make some agreements with consequences because it's important to remember love bombing equals manipulation. And it's important to see it for what it is, manipulation. So I hope these things have helped you. I hope that they make sense to you. I hope they empower you. And if you need help, you know where to find me. You'll always find me at For Relationship Help, of course. But you can also, if you want help right away, you can go to BeAClient.com. I'll put that up, BeAClient.com. It's always there for you. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. I'm so glad you're spending time with me, and I hope you go back and listen to other episodes. Make sure to subscribe, too, because I send things, extra things to subscribers every now and again. And until we talk again, be very good to yourself because you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me by a video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.